What drives a man to tunnel? <laughs> that is the question. It's women. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I think that's kind of something that is like built into you inherently. Uh, yeah. Like from the day you're born, uh, <laughs> you got to get back to the to the tunnel. Yeah. You have to return right. with a V yeah. to yeah. tunnel. Let's let's preface. Let's let's get into the tunnel real quick because we're, okay. we're we're live now. But okay. I want to because I got some shit to say about the tunnel. Okay, that <laughs> that resonated with me personally. It, could a film host read the post to the to the audience? Yeah. I think that would make yeah. it work. Would anyone like to volunteer? Um, I can read it. Yeah. All right, Ashley. Hold on, let me pull it up. You're gonna read the whole thing. All right, here we go. Uh, I don't know. We should know. we should read. Just summarize it. Yeah, uh, just hit, I'm gonna summarize you know, it. So I know this is a weird question, but my boyfriend likes to spend a lot of his free time digging a tunnel on some property that he inherited. Um, I haven't <laughs> seen the full extent of it, but last I saw, it was remarkably deep under the surface. He spent roughly a year on it, um, and it's evident. Um, so it's it's deep, it's wide, it's well put together. So it seems like he is an expert Just at like tunnel. Me. Yeah, very. <laughs> she seems deep. proud of him. She seems right. proud yeah, of you him. Would, which you I would think. I've seen a lot of judgment so far. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And she and here's what gets me about it. She's like, my biggest concern is his safety. I'm really worried that he's going to dig too deep and it'll collapse on him or something. He seems like he knows what he's doing, though. Mm-hmm. First of all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice tunnel. It's, it's a really it's a nice, confident one. tunnel. Well, I Second appreciate all, this, the concern, but I do think we have to have concern for his mental health. Here is what the part. Yeah, that's like I think that's the first concern is is his physical health. I. Girl, I think like there's something else going on there that like might not be totally physical. I think it's cool. Maybe that's just his hobby. It's a really he gets a nice workout and he like it doesn't seem that bad to me. Also, I just go ahead. I I just think it would be cool. Like she's concerned about him dying in the tunnel, right? But I just think it would be a great situation if i could just be like oh my husband he died in the mines like who gets to say that anymore? <laughs> yeah, yeah. you get to say Trad it again. husband there we go i just i just personally think that if you're not ready to you know take this kind of stuff in stride and and handle it and and just sort of process it and accept it you shouldn't be dating dwarves well yes i mean, honestly, <laughs> you're be doing not ready for a relationship <laughs> at all if, yeah. if you can't in my opinion yeah she right now the dwarves out. are like He's always really happy when he comes back from digging, which is why I haven't seriously tried to stop him before. Just let him be happy. Yeah. So like, she, she is dating a folklore dwarf. Like, <laughs> she's basically Yoko is, Ono of the mines. Here is what's happening. The, the mines thing about were broken it, though, up by. Is I felt like I felt like uh, I felt a deep connection. Like I understand this man's <laughs> craving to to want to dig a tunnel and just spend all his time digging a tunnel. Absolutely. I get it. I don't I don't think I would personally do that exact activity, but I could see myself going completely insane and just being like <laughs> uh, I I'm I'm into I make bowls in my wood shop. That's what I do. <laughs> I like, that's many, what I like doing and I just do that every day. Have these things like podcasts, bands. Yeah, 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 uh, like I can, I can start a podcast or something like that, you know. I'm afraid he's going to kill himself just playing music every night and drinking black <laughs> out. But I do think so every man has it in him to yeah. just sort of snap and pick up a bizarre physical hobby. 
Like mm-hmm. every no. every man just has that laying dormant in his heart. Oh, sure. Where like he has Definitely. one bad enough day at work. Yeah. And he he now builds model trains forever. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Digging a pool yeah, in the backyard in Sino Man yeah, style. That's the male consciousness <laughs> is like equipped with that. I feel like if you snapped and then picked up a pickaxe and the only thing you're swinging at is, like, the ground and some rocks, <laughs> that's, that's a huge problem. Yeah, the best yeah. best possible uh, outcome, I think. What I don't get, though, is that, like, nowhere in the possi- probably fake Reddit post that we're mm-hmm. reading, because uh, I just believe every Reddit post is fake. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> is that, like, she... Like, why is she not? She never mentions. Like, did you discuss with him what the goal of the hole is? Like, like that should be. Like, if he if he's just like, I like digging a hole. That's like, a, okay, well, he's mentally in a place where that's just good enough. Like, there's nothing. There's no end goal. He's just digging a hole. Lucky he's gonna him. die that hole. Yeah, I like to yeah. think he refuses to talk about it. Yeah, like, <laughs> what, what goes down hey, in that hole is between me and the hole. If you want to come down there and see for yourself, that's one thing, but I'm not talking about it above the surface. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you want to know what's in the hole, you come into the fucking hole. That makes it so much worse, though. It's like, imagine he's gone for like two or three days and then finally shows back up and he's just like, yeah, something happened in the tunnels, but it's it's fine. Now. He, he never goes back. He never goes back suddenly and never talks about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> never, go back. Never, never go back. <laughs> that would be more alarming than like him just continuing to jerk, dig the hole. Oh, he's my God. That. I was. I just realized what's actually happening, which is that there's another girl that's tunneling underneath oh, and meeting him, no. and they're fucking under there. <laughs> I knew it. In the smallest, narrowest part of the, uh, of the tunnel. Exactly. Just big enough for way. two bodies to become one. The same dwarf girlfriend. Uh, amazing. Well, I guess we should take a moment to introduce our guest of the evening, Chris. Welcome to the show. Yes, thank you for having me. Absolutely. An exciting time to finally be on a different an actual podcast i guess <laughs> actual i think your podcast, podcast is an actual it's a real I, podcast i, I, I no, love I your real podcast that comes out every six months or so <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> you might get another one out there by the end of this decade but uh <laughs> this is the healthy way to have a podcast it's not like a tunnel you know we, like us every we, week we we're digging when, the podcast yeah, when something yeah. comes up you know <laughs> um we should it's, also acknowledge that it was Justine's birthday last week. Uh, yes, it we, was. We had a lost happy episode, so we, we didn't get to say anything about it on her birthday episode. But yeah, happy birthday, Justine. Thank you very much. Um, and it actually, it was my birthday gift that I demanded you guys let my boyfriend be on the, the episode. <laughs> I really don't have to forget nice why you're here, buddy. That's, how it works. Yeah. That's the only reason we're letting you on. Every host is to have whoever they want guests on the show on their birthday. That's yeah. the rule. That's so I'm going to have Alex rule. Jones on my birthday next year. Just, <laughs> yeah. And I, I chose Chris because I'm going to be working really hard for the next hour to find an organic way for him to fit in his like British guy voice that he does that makes me laugh. <laughs> I, you can do it. I know you can do it. We're oh, going to be shoehorning it in. Yeah. Oh, Ashley's got it. Thank I, you. I might Thank ha- you. I might have a way for you to shoehorn it in, just so you know. Okay. Hell yeah. Thank you. Perfect. Um, so I am I am 28. 
um, and nothing much has changed. Um, I, I, I ate some good food um, and my back hurts still. So <laughs> that's, that's what being 28 is like. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> Wait nice. until you're 30. Yeah. <laughs> my back will continue to hurt. Yeah. It's better from there, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not going to say anything at this point because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you, buddy. Probably to be fair, I, I think I did. I've done enough, like, fentanyl that, like, my 28 is equivalent to, like, 42 <laughs> in a normal person. <laughs> Have you seen any butt doctors yet, though? Um, no, no, just the pussy doctor. I think we kind of share that. Mm-hmm. It's like it's one doctor for us. Sure. Oh, no. yeah. Like that. I'm just making shit up. <laughs> I was like, I was like, they, the gynecologist has never looked in my asshole. <laughs> well, you might want to get a new one. Then. Really, I have a really enterprising. Um, <laughs> it's a luxury gynecologist. Yeah, she needed it. You slip him a twenty, and then he'll he'll check any hole you want. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I even go to one. I'm just saying, just enjoy your 20s and the early 30s, because once you see the butt doctors, that's when you really know it's different. You know, that's when that number really starts. Well, the to thing feel is, like, a, like I don't. It's not like I have to get my prostate checked, so that's not really like a. You don't have to not, get your prostate checked. You, you can go to a butt doctor for <laughs> many reasons. You know. Again, a gynecologist will do that for the right price. Yeah, that's, that's also true. Apparently. All kinds of stuff up there. But, like, what do I – I feel like for me it's, like, I – once I need to, like, start – well, no, I guess I should already have been getting breast exams. I guess I should have been doing that yeah. for a while. Yeah, you've never had your boobs squished? Um, Just the once. Okay. Um, I think you're supposed to do it, like, regularly, though, and mm. I – Yeah, I don't know don't. what age you're supposed to, like, formally get that checked. I don't, I don't know. But- you don't, Matt? Probably a good idea. Matt, when was the last time you're you had your a wife guy? Exam? You should know these things. Uh, last time I went to the gyno, which was last month. <laughs> again this month. Right. <laughs> Matt, how are your breasts? How are they? Supple. Supple. Okay. Can you do a self exam okay. right now just to make yes, sure? Could you... <laughs> Did you use your tongue? What does it taste like? <laughs> could you get Describe really your close? <laughs> could you get really close to the camera? Um, for this non-video episode. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of wife guys, I think this is a great pl- time to bring up uh, <laughs> something from our last episode that actually made it to air was the circle of guy, the wheel of guys. Speaking oh, yeah. of the wheel of guys, uh, we had a, an idea to do a guide to being a, a reply guy or yeah. the sucks guide to being a good reply guy. I think we really got to get into this. This is very important to our listenership. Uh, would anybody and like to discuss this enough. conversation? No, not at all. Not at all. Justine, well, I, I think I'll, I'll, there. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't. I feel like the biggest the biggest thing with being a reply guy is a you do have to understand that you you hold up half the sky, you know, so that you have to have a bit of a, a self respect and a self confidence there, that like you you can't be like a cringing hand wringing uh, weakling about it. You've got to know that like you're part of this economy and you matter. Right. Um, You've got to. That said, go ahead. Sorry. The economy of guys. <laughs> yeah. so you have to confidently. You have to confidently uh, be be the second uh, second banana at all times. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. It's like being um, there, Robin to Batman. You know, there are no small parts. Only small actors. You know. Yeah. 
Um, Absolutely. I like that. I think um, yeah, but, it's very important to make sure if you're going to put yourself out there in somebody's replies that, you know, you, you filter it because if you put your own post out and it's bad, you get to answer for that. But if you put a reply on somebody and it's bad, you're just diluting, you know, the sauce that they created. Absolutely. Which is yeah. like just only, pouring uh, water into the so many replies. If the first like five replies on that are duds, that's, that's game over for yeah, the rest yeah, of that. Yeah, Absolutely. Have, you you can't my whole right. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, no I kind of like to think that. of it as like, and I, I haven't played the new, you know, Elden Ring game, but like in in <laughs> terms of boss battles in general, it's you have to, you can't get greedy with your hits. You have to get in, <laughs> no. get out, ah, dodge. You know, be very yeah. on your feet about it. Absolutely, this is an excellent <laughs> metaphor. Yes, I a totally graceful agree. exit, I think, is you know one of the the tougher things to learn as, as a reply guy. Yeah. Knowing yeah. when to shut the fuck up is a good yep. one too. You know, yeah. like when it, when you know the guy, you know the reply guys that just kind of, just like won't stop. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you got to get your one or two zingers in there and then, you know, kind of move move backwards or into the sub replies to whoever you're talking to. Yeah, exit <laughs> strategy is what separates uh good exit strategy is what separates the reply guy from the um the blocked uh the reply man. <laughs> the, the, the tarnished, I guess, would be the Tarnished. There you go. That's that's better. I do think oh it's important God. to point out that there's two different types of reply guys there's a sorry i don't know why i'm holding this uh sorry <laughs> listeners you can't see the prop comedy. god i love physical comedy <laughs> but uh you know on facebook versus twitter i feel like the replies are very different because replies oh, yeah. almost get treated as their own post and can be quite a big deal whereas reply guys i feel like on facebook can get away with a lot more but if you're a really good reply guy on facebook you tend to float to the top, right? Like if somebody's scrolling, they filter out a long comment thread and just show yeah. the top comments. They so, do. you know, really good reply guys on Facebook versus Twitter, very different, uh, you know, strengths and weaknesses, I would say. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Any, any like Facebook cloud I have just comes from having like the second funniest reply on Matt's posts, probably <laughs> once or twice a week. <laughs> That's the um, only reason I met Justine, probably. If I had to yeah, guess. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think um, a lot of us met Justine in the comments of a. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I that, think I met every one of yeah, y'all in the comments time, of one of Matt's posts, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chris specifically met me in Matt's post, which is crazy because he didn't know who Matt was at that yeah. point. But. <laughs> I, it was really bizarre. Found this guy out of there. Yeah. We actually have known each other a little bit longer than we've been letting on just in, <laughs> in the oh, tunnels. No. <laughs> Their tunnels met. In the tunnels. <laughs> Our tunnels <laughs> met. And crossed just, paths. He, re- he was replying to me. I was replying to him. And one thing led to another. Yeah, we're brothers Although- who fuck in the tunnels. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it's on the DL. It's on the DL. Real down low. Uh, I actually will bring up, actually, that is a good point for Reply Guys, though, like, uh, Chris and I did did meet in in replies, um, and our relationship did blossom through replies. So it can happen for you guys. It yeah, can happen it for can anyone. It's <laughs> fascinating. Yeah. So the thing is, um, any anyone who who says these mean awful things like Twitter's not a dating site, stop DMing me. Dude, this is weird. Don't listen to them. You've got to keep trying, and one day, um, your tunnels will will cross in the night. What were the DMs like with you guys? To who who slid to whose? I gotta know. I absolutely slid in the DMs first. Okay, actually. all right. See this. And put- 
I didn't even realize Ab it. I thought Chad that Chris I thought is. she was trying to sell me something for like. <laughs> um, hey, have you heard of galaxy lamps? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we were I, we were dogging on. We were, we were bullying a libertarian. Nice. <laughs> what it was, huh? Beautiful. Mm, okay, easy. Yeah, it's the most romantic story yeah, I've ever heard in my like, life. We kind of started off on easy mode, I guess, in terms of like you know casual dunking. You mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just it, it flourished from there. Yeah, I just I really saw my opportunity, and the initial DM was so like weak too. It was just like. <laughs> this guy sucks, right? <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm Justine. <laughs> so, so that was the perfect thing to say in that situation. So right, right. Yeah, it it off. Um, but yeah. So the whole point is uh, is that being a reply guy, um, high risk but very high upside potential if you exactly. if you play your cards right. Very true. Yeah, I'm very I'm like true. I'm of the mindset that like um, sliding into there's nothing wrong with sliding into the DMs. It, 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 hold on. If uh, <laughs> as long as you're not a creep a right away, as if you're just like, hey, or you're like trying to trying to like uh, be funny or riff in the DMs, okay. But don't if the person doesn't reply, don't talk to them anymore, and don't yeah. continuously talk to them. That's it's okay yeah. if you want to see someone. You're, you're shooting your shot. Okay, who, who the hell's you know? If the person doesn't reply, don't fucking bother them again. That's, That's where I think there should be like it can't be on your first reply riff though. You have to have like oh no, you shouldn't interacted publicly a few times first, and yeah. then be like, okay, I've gotten some positive interaction. Let's yeah. see if I can bring this forward. I'm gonna yeah, say a month, a month or twenty interactions, whichever comes first. <laughs> Thank you, Willow. Yes. yes. General and that rules, is our yeah. guide to sliding into the DMs for you all. This is very important for the internet. I hope that the whole internet will adopt these standards in the near future. Please, for the love of It'll God. It's going to be like the HTTP, you know, the hypertext. <laughs> adopt protocol. any standards. We're going to have guys. a DM protocol from now on. And <laughs> we'll go to Geneva. <laughs> we're going to meet on this and, and cement it, you know, and like. It's like Geneva rights and stuff from now on. Yeah. If you slide in my DMs and we haven't had 20 interactions that are. Mostly favorable. And I'm counting, yeah. too. So oh, yeah. it better be 20. Yeah. I have a spreadsheet. I've got, I've got a little whiteboard. I'm ticking them oh, off. That's all very fancy. <laughs> I'm just making hash marks on my, uh, you know, toilet. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Scratching it into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Fiercely etching away. <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of scratching into the wall, um, I don't know a lot about this, and I hope that segue works, but uh, it says here a lead sarcophagus was found under Notre Dame. I hope this is like when the, uh, you know, the church of uh, whatever those Christian guys are called, that they found all that money in the walls. Is this how this worked? And the Christians? Just, you know, the Christians? No, Joel Osteen's uh, church, I believe. Joel right? Osteen. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't think of his name, and I wasn't going to sit there and go, uh, uh, what's his I name? I call most so. Christian people Joel Austin. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't know what his church was called. Anyway, uh, I like the idea of finding money in the wall being analogous to finding a lead sarcophagus under Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, probably not analogous at all, but it, you know, it made for a funny transition. It was a great what is transition, this about? Phil. <laughs> I wish it was an asbestos covered uh, <laughs> sarcophagus because <laughs> they had that back in ancient Egypt as well. I'm pretty sure. 
Um, this this actually isn't relevant to the article, but I just before it leaves my brain, I just wanted to say um, Jesus Christ Church of Latter Day Joel Austin's. Um, <laughs> Jehovah's uh, Je- the Joel, Church of Jesus Christ Joel of Latter Day Joel Latter Joel Austin's. <laughs> thank you, thank you. There we go. Um, There's Kim when the, we need her. The actual. Yeah. The actual um, archaeological find, I actually don't know much about this. Chris told me about it, and so I assumed that he did. Um, and then right before he we recorded, he was like, oh, I just read the headline. So <laughs> I, I, I should have, like, like, way before mentioned that I don't read any article ever. Oh, so no, it's okay. I, this is what we never, do. never, ever do that. Right there with you. Um, <laughs> you tell me that a lead sarcophagus is found some 65 feet below Notre Dame. I'm good, and I'm already running with my story. It's all, <laughs> always going to be way better. So um, yeah. I guess really just to kind of summarize is they found the remnants of the first vampire pope. Uh, <laughs> Notre Dame. I knew who the second one was, but the first one was a mystery <laughs> until then. Yep. Uh, we finally got a hold of them. Um, but I mean, that's, I've, I mean, I think that's the gist of it. I don't think they've opened it yet. Um, they have yeah. not. No, Thank I was. I was talking to Justine. I think that's weird. How, like, how much preparation is involved between like announcing that we are going to bust open this lead sarcophagus and then <clears throat> cracking that bitch open and let's see what's in there. I don't. Yeah, I don't probably know at least long. a few weeks to months. That's usually how long Why? it takes them. Like, get well, it I just got through watching. They the- have to get it in like a sterile environment, and they got to figure oh. out how they're going to open up without mis- disturbing. You know anything or as little as possible yeah. there's got to well, be a lot I, of plot development I mean, you're opening up a vampire's casket you're yeah <laughs> no, fuck it just open it up evil is getting out no matter what your <laughs> your sterility at that point that's I don't right think matters just open well, it up a camera on it yell dio oh did they yeah. They stuck a camera in it, and they saw there was like some hair and cloth and stuff so kind of normal mummy sh- you know not mummy shit but you know sarcophagus shit well, is, I mean, it could be a mummy. Is it a mummy? Could be. It could be unu- what are we talking here, guys? It would be really? extremely unusual in the area for it to be a, a mummy. But well, maybe maybe that's why it takes so long because they don't know if it's a mummy situation, if it's a vampire situation, a werewolf situation. Right. So they yeah. have to. Like, they it takes know time. Garlic on hand. Exactly. Or, uh, silver well, bullets. Those take time. Call to the craft, Vatican. You know? Let me just let y'all in on a little bit of the lore here, since I know y'all aren't Marvel fans, but I am a huge Marvel fan. I just got through watching Moon Knight, mm-hmm. and I can tell mm-hmm. you, sarcophaguses they contain your alternate egos identities that's where they lie inside of your mind and sure. m- all the marvel fan listeners of the show will know this and oh yeah there's bodies but they're <laughs> living bodies entities in your mind okay, okay. yeah sorry how did I get sorry a, i had to drop that, that mean? So <laughs> what how did happens, I get a guy in there what happens when a furry dies <laughs> their fursona what, what do you ask yeah. more we have the time age old question what happens when a furry dies <laughs> <laughs> they, they they all, do you go to the hospital down, yeah. or to the vet <laughs> well, again, I, have to, jail. I have to reiterate there's too many questions to answer on this one episode but I, I want to drop that truth bomb on y'all because I felt like it would be a great segue for a conversation we've been dying to have on the show Sure. speaking of Marvel comics is that we've been talking about this conversation for weeks and we haven't been able to get to it but we wanted to talk about classic villains 
who did nothing wrong. I know Ashley has a lot to say. The Riddler, for I one. Chris, <laughs> <laughs> wait for me to finish yeah. the intro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the, no, there we go. There. The Riddler, there it is. The Riddler fied delegation. Please, uh, <laughs> please yield the floor. <laughs> well, for one thing, reclaiming my time. <laughs> <laughs> it's very I funny because. Just even like two weeks ago, if we had asked this question or, or introduced this conversation, it would have been the Joker for for Matt yeah. especially, but for everyone in the audience. But uh, yeah, the Joker has been replaced by yeah. by the Riddler. Apparently, it's I'm Riddler maxing now, now, baby. It's the <laughs> yeah, we're Riddler maxers. I'm Dan Riddling. So Christopher Dorner. <laughs> sure. <laughs> there we go. So true. I think Marvel is an anti-hero, technically. <laughs> yeah, true. Sorry, more of a punisher. I think uh, the Unabomber. <laughs> oh yeah, the Unabomber was right. Yeah, Unabomber was correct. I mean, he shouldn't have bombed. He did a little bit too much bombing. I'll give him that. <laughs> but, uh, a little more bombing than necessary. You absolutely <laughs> got to hand it to Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> you do, as as I am known for doing now. I think. Basically, did you? Uh, so I, I don't know. The uh, interesting thing about uh, Ted Kaczynski was that, like, in college, they, the, one of my professors had us read like a huge excerpt, like a hundred yeah. pages of his manifesto. Yeah, and oh, it wow. was amazing and really good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the like, I was like, best part. Like, this is good. Yeah, that's the best part of the Unabomber is that if you actually read. Uh, whatever it's it's called industrial society and its consequences yeah. or whatever like it's it's a it's a solid read he's making mm-hmm. some points right it's yeah it's like it's like all right well you know you're not wrong maybe don't bomb yeah but. in practice i think <laughs> dial it down by a couple yeah. a couple yeah. like, I levels say, of violence to take this exact sentiment and extend it to its furthest logical conclusion osama bin laden made good <laughs> points initially <laughs> jesus <laughs> I'm not condoning the methods at all, but when you read yeah. some of the initial documentation, you're like, some bangers. <laughs> Just you're like, will okay. save the condoning for a shirt that will be up on Kilbasa Garage <laughs> yeah. later on this week. That's where she'll condone the methods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I just don't want it to lead back to anyone but me. I won't. I won't condone anything in front of you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. Um, I do. I do have a Ted Kaczynski shirt too. I think. <laughs> Well, this it's a great point to bring up. I want to say Willow had a, a fantastic tweet about uh, having alerts on for when uh, Elon Musk gets his own Funko Pop and taking a cyanide pill whenever the <laughs> just being like that's that's the drawing line. Like I just gotta wait. Yeah. We're almost that, at the end. <laughs> that tweet went crazy. Uh, I've seen it at so many places now it's in the bigger. wild and. Did you superimpose Ted Kaczynski on there? Or did somebody else? No, I, I mean, think I, that was done. I'm that might have been done to try to 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 try to like I don't know, insult me, I think. No, I don't the think first so. time I saw it. Was it was, just, that was just an aftermarket addition to the post. I don't know. Either way, I love it. Um, yeah, I thought it made sense. I thought it echoed the sentiment that you felt. Like I felt like you're yeah. talking about his manifesto everyone's talking about the oh, manifesto yeah. no, i know like what google echo. alerts ted kaczynski has said we we have a <laughs> we have a gc <laughs> so what was the original inspiration for the classic villains because i feel like when this first came up it was relating back to x-men and oh yeah mine, mine yeah magneto for me um uh, is 
is the ideal villain. He did nothing wrong. Mm. Uh, you know, he just, uh, rather than being a big old pussy pacifist like uh, Professor X, he's out there getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's actually like what would have shit. happened if Henry Kissinger had like done the right thing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, yeah, no, he's, you know, frequently portrayed as like a Malcolm X style, you know, versus your Martin Luther right. King. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just, uh, you know, that's just, that's the way to do it. Also, and this, yeah, it's just, it's silly to me too, because people like, I, I was saying to Willow that it's just like, it seems like a psyop to make Malcolm X look wrong and not right. as fucking cool as he is. Cause it's just like, he has the guns and the beanies with the black Panthers. And I so definitely like, like growing up, like, I was just like, yeah, like, oh, he's going about it the wrong way, though. And now as I'm reading, it's like, no, that's that's all right. That's I've not seen a flaw here in his methodology mm-hmm. at any point. That's. uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, you know, X-Men was marketed to, I, I mean, my generation, it was Saturday morning cartoons. But yet they really didn't hold back. Like if you watch that X-Men cartoon, like Magneto was who he is in the comics. He right. was like. Yeah. He had no, he held nothing back. He was gangster. And then, you know, uh, for me, you know, I got into X-Men and Batman through the TV shows that came on after school and Saturday sure. mornings. But then I went in deep into all those and it's like, yeah, Magneto is, uh, is I, as a villain, like never sat well with me because he has so much justification in his backstory that it's just like, He's he's a victim of you know Nazi or his family was right. killed in Nazi Germany. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and, and that's the thing too because like Professor X was like a rich boy born to a rich family right. of neuroscientists. Exactly. Like fuck that dude, you know. Mm-hmm. Plus he's got like spying on everybody with his mind tricks like NSA. Like fuck that dude. Okay, but yeah, weak ass legs too. He is disabled, so. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh shit. yeah, that's true. Oh, that's sorry. True. Can you edit that part out, Professor X? I didn't know that. Suffer from. Uh, uh, I just thought he was lazy, like the people from Walmart. You know? <laughs> he has a special chair devised by like beast or something. Also, I, I just don't want to walk. I want to clarify now that I'm thinking about on my cancelability here. Uh, at one point, I mentioned that Professor X was a pussy, and then later I compared him to Martin Luther King. So that's really <laughs> <laughs> what I'm getting at, I guess. I just want to clarify that. Just get ready. Mm-hmm. I'm staying in. Twitter's coming for you. When God you, damn it. They're like, Chris yeah, said Chris, Martin sorry. Luther King was a pussy. Like, literally compared. <laughs> Martin I'm going to edit that out. I'm going to edit that out. Now you have my soundbite. <laughs> yeah, soundbite. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any, any other notable villains who did nothing wrong? That we got okay. the Joker, the Riddler, Magneto, or <laughs> Dorner. Justine, did you have one? Um, I feel like initially I definitely had a bunch. Like Ursula, for sure, right? Okay. Like Ursula was simply a businesswoman, and like <laughs> she made the terms pretty clear, right? Sure. Like at no point did she lie or engage in false advertising or This is Little Mermaid, right? It's so hot too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sexy. Okay. What was the whole deal of that? It's been a it's been a while. She um, wanted to get legs to go on land and marry okay. Prince Eric. She wanted, she wanted to fuck the Earth man. Yeah. Right, okay. And Ursula gave with. her that, but Makes she had sense. to give up her voice. And uh mm-hmm. if she couldn't marry Okay. The what in is, like three days, then she lost it all forever. I just and I got I hate to argue with my girlfriend on this, but just a <laughs> counterpoint. 
uh, as a businessman or a businesswoman, what does what does her voice get, Ursula? What does she end up using that voice for? And I, there could be an answer to this, but like she Sir, I'm, the- I, I'm 28 years old. I don't know. I, I haven't watched The Little Mermaid in a really long time. Okay, then maybe we should bring wins. up references that we can't back up. Have you heard Ariel's voice? It's so beautiful. It's 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 basically what Beyonce based her whole career off. Okay, I mean. okay so Ursula was then going like she would then get the voice and then get to use. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah she and was then, and for fucking Quincy Jones or whoever the fuck, and you know. <laughs> yeah, in the end, <laughs> Ursula became human form, so she was just like with with dark hair. So she looked exactly like Ariel had her voice and dark hair. Yeah, so she could fuck the prince that Ariel wanted to fuck. There's more. When she was underwater, she was what, like a squid or something? Yeah, Yeah, octopus of some kind. Yeah. Okay. She was very a big, like I just like queer coded purple. you know, you know what's fucked like, up about this is I'm realizing that, that that we totally underestimated Eric and all this. He could have probably totally been into Ursula as she was, yeah, and probably they, never yeah, even gave probably would have yeah, been. I, gave I, him I a fucking chance. love a girl with an ugly voice. Come here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I guess my, my biggest point is here that everyone <laughs> everyone treats Ursula as if she pulled some horrible prank or trick. Realistically. There was an actual literal signed contract. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, but this is like the terms and conditions of Twitter and Facebook and shit here. No, right. no, you know? no. Like, it's I mean, not because no, it's not. It's just one person. No, you haven't no, seen no. the movie. You said that. You don't know. I said the I've contract seen the movie. Like- I said it's been a long time. <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, do the Twitter and Facebook terms and conditions come with a fucking musical number to help <laughs> oh, you understand it? That's true. No, oh. they don't. Thank you. Okay. They easily right. could have. Too, I agree. And that's fucked up. They, they could have. <laughs> it's not they absolutely should. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, speaking of queer coded villains, I have very strong opinions about Scar. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I. Oh. All right. So a, a couple years ago, my boss like asked us like what Disney character we liked a lot growing up, and I was like Scar, and he acted all fucking weird about it, and I didn't realize it wasn't common knowledge that Scar wasn't really the bad guy. I guess. Okay. So imagine you're born black and gay as hell and the shadow of your light skinned brother's chiseled heterosexual jaw. All right. (laughs) First of all. Oh, I'm imagining it. (laughs) And I like it. I I like what I see. I have expected you to be like, oh, I don't need to imagine it. But (laughs) I am Italian. Yeah, you are. Right. Um, And gay, which is important. And very gay. I'm a gay man who only fucks. Gay men who only fucks women, yes. So there's some lore involved in this. His parents named him Taka, which is Swahili for dirt. Yeah. His parents named him Mud, dude. Okay. And then he's in, like, a terrible accident, and Mufasa starts calling him Scar. Which is much cooler. I know. I guess, but... Like he's it's probably cool. really insecure about it, dude. Like, Mufasa like, gave him a gift. Hey, your name's Dirt. I'm gonna call you Scar, bro. That's like calling me that's forehead. Like, that's a solid. Yeah. Name. that's <laughs> fucked up, man. It's like calling <laughs> me kidney. Like, I only have one kidney. Sorry, that doesn't work without the lore. <laughs> the lore, okay. Like, the real listeners of the show got the joke. Yeah, it's like you, calling me you. by my dead name. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like that. <laughs> it's like uh, calling me appendix. I, I'll get in on this too. There you go. There you go. 
Oh, and and uh, what pancreas? There we go. Yeah, there you go. They're calling us all. They're calling us pancreas and on. Are calling me by calling me foreskin. Don't leave. They are calling you foreskin in the QRTs right now. They could just call you Scar, actually, is what you're trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) He has no visible scar in his face. They just keep calling him that. They don't don't elaborate. It was was a botched. uh, (laughs) 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 What how I got these scars? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, there was a doctor. <laughs> he really liked triangles. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Ashley. Is, yeah, I'm sorry. Right? I, I have more. I have more. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. And then Mufasa banished him to the Shadowland with the other creatures that Mufasa doesn't like looking at. Sure. That sounds like redlining to me. Uh-huh. That's racism. <laughs> That's racist hey, federal policy. GOP hero Mufasa. <laughs> Mufasa's FDR of Disney. Fuck that guy, right? Oh. <laughs> so I would kill. I would kill Mufasa too. Also, like it's a hereditary monarchy. Murder and shit like that happens all the time. Like patricide. Ask Matt or Justine. They know. Yep. Yep. Um, and Chris. That's why I support Mufasa. <laughs> Wait, why? I'm just being contrarian. I, I, just, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I nice like that guy. guy. Oh, you're, you're doing the I like I just like that guy. I don't know what he is. Yeah, he's, like he's like the Putin of Disney. You know? <laughs> 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 Putin of Zelensky, Disney. right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Scar says Zelensky. No, no, I said Simba's <laughs> Zelensky. Oh, okay. Should, Before the show, I... <laughs> should... <laughs> All right, so that's the that's the case. That's the full case for Scar. Because no, no, she's not done. All right, I am, I am not done. If you can also, convince me, uh, <laughs> so we're only thirty seven minutes in. Let her let her go. Yeah, <laughs> let me do it. Let me do it. Um, so Scar comes into the power. Scar didn't cause a drought. That's some climate denial bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Like make Pride Rock great again, dog shit. Mm-hmm. This right. is some whataboutism because neither did Mufasa. Well, uh, he. Uh, I'm I'm not done. All right, this all this all reads like propaganda written by the white man. Is what I'm trying to say. It's bullshit. Also, another reason Scar is cool is that he tortured Zazu, and Zazu is British. Yes, Chris, that is good. Not That's good. Very that is, he was he was a British bureaucratic journalist with his head up the ass of the imperialist monarchists. That's right. He had his head right up there, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Right up there. <laughs> Good reason give feather up there if you try, love. <laughs> it's like Zazu has entered the chat. It off. Yeah, it's so... It, I think it is originally kind of... It was an order. My, my impression of... Going way back, my impression of uh, Alfred the Butler. Um, okay. And my impression, I feel like the way he should be played is something like. <sighs> Master Bruce. <laughs> Master Bruce. 
<laughs> just something like that. Real breathy. Get real breathy. <laughs> Absolutely. That's much more realistic, I think. Yeah, exactly. If a guy Michael Caine's age was like, why? was really walking around. Why, why a moment? <laughs> Give me a tick here. <laughs> Mr. Brosa Joker, that fits for you. You know, just something like that adds a little weight to the scene, is what I'm saying. So weird that he's this like weird, ancient Cockney accent that doesn't really even exist anymore. <laughs> I like it. Oh, God. Yeah. Me and Justine are watching Peaky Blinders right now. This is my first time, my first okay. exposure to it. And there is literally a new British accent every 30 seconds. <laughs> All of these people apparently live within, like, one city block of each other. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how, how they can stuff all of these accents into a single borough. It is insane. It's so good. The amount of times uh, we, we've been watching, we're on season three right now, and the amount of times that there's just, like, a guy, and we're like, is that a new fucking accent? It's amazing. <laughs> um, and also, I'm hearing this a lot. The 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 impression that he just that's did right, that's, that's making up you're, most of my evening. The laugh has it has it has it gotten into your dreams yet? Just oh, a little I, bit. I mean, I think in this if that's what you're talking about. <laughs> this, this is my inner monologue. Uh, I have to translate it to speak. Beautiful. <laughs> Chris, can I ask a personal favor of you since you got all these accents going? Uh, one okay, time yeah, I did a, a meme of uh, uh, Alfred and he was eating Whoop. sour gummy worms. He says, uh, he says, uh, <laughs> Master Bruce, some men just want to eat a whole bag of s- trolley sour gummy worms <laughs> at one time. Do you think you could do some version of that for me? <laughs> <laughs> The breath. Just want to eat an entire bag of trolley sour gummy worms. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I, uh, right. I, I owe you one big that's time. Right. That's right. That's right. I'm imagining. I'm imagining. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I'm really imagining like you're really putting me there where like he's like an old man eating something like it's disgusting. And he's like he's. Yep. Like, like staining his lips and yeah. hanging like, out. Sauce pieces of it in his teeth, and he's just like, "Yeah, these are pretty good. I like them." <laughs> oh, it's like the fucking you, Master Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, could you do a Joker impression of uh, you know just some men? Uh, I guess he doesn't have a line that's equivalent to that. But I was trying to get you to do a Joker impression of it. I don't know. Could you do the Joker <laughs> eating a whole bag? Yeah, trolley sour gummy worms. Yeah, like, that's the noise. That's the noise that, that uh, Heath Ledger was going for. It was like, yeah. it was like he, he practiced for weeks. This is literally like nobody how he died. A lot of people don't know. He was, literally. So many gummy worms. he was getting sick, and they were like, "Please stop, stop eating so many gummy worms." And he's like, "No, I'm doing it for the film." <laughs> it's the, uh, it's the uh, it's tragedy. Oh God, I forgot what they're called. Never mind. It's the trolley. It's the trolley method. Do you want to know where I got these gummy worms? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got them over there in the corner store. <sighs> that's it. That's all I got. Really, when it's really fucked kid. up. This isn't a video episode for for the listener because there's something really uncomfortable about having to watch it because it's very. It is very. <laughs> um, it's, in that movie, I don't ever want to. 
have that guy up in my face. And so, <laughs> yeah, that rules. Oh, yeah. He, he did kill it, you know? Like, that, that was oh, a guy absolutely. that you don't want to be around. Yeah. Very yeah. uncomfortable the entire time, yeah. And he's no Riddler, but, you know, he's definitely <laughs> a good job. But, you know, There's just something not... about watching Matt just move his, his upper body in such a fluid way. It's really <laughs> Yeah, I'm, it's very jarring. I've been off-put the entire episode, very distracted. Mission accomplished. <laughs> this is how we all feel once a week, you know. I mean, yeah. it's a, this is why we have a Patreon. You know, we need the uh, financial Therapy. support. Yeah, yeah Chris, Chris now you know why I log off every Thursday and I'm just like <laughs> crying uncontrollably, <laughs> <laughs> punching holes in the wall. I'll ask Justine to get on here early and be like, hey, I got another Joker impression. She's like, please no. And I'm like, try it stay on. on. <laughs> and then I start doing it. She cries, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the it's the Louis C.K. Joker where you call me oh, in no. alone and you force me to watch your Joker. Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> Probably want to know where I got all these sexual assault allegations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I love how normally Matt's audio signal is so loud, but that delivery on the Louis C.K. Joker was so like so just <laughs> close and quiet. <laughs> I think we should get Willow to soundtrack this episode and just add that, you know, rising uh, Hans Zimmer. (laughs) (laughs) And then Matt Nuts on all of us. (laughs) I apologize. Another another Thursday night at the Suckhead. Wow. Well, uh, speaking of uh, quitting the podcast, uh, <laughs> my, well, we got some plugs. notice right there. Um, no, but actually, I did want to talk about this because I've seen this post going around. By Monday, it's going to be you know so oversaturated, so we got to get on it now. But this post going around <laughs> about somebody getting an email from their boss where oh, uh, a bunch of people quit the workplace all at once. And so they send the email the next day. Here, I, can I just read some of it to you? Would that be okay? Oh, please do. Yeah. I'll use my uh, white guy customer service voice. It'll make us all even more uncomfortable than we already were with Matt's uh, Joker voice. It says, hello all. Happy Wednesday. I'm not so happy this morning. (laughs) What? (laughs) Why the fuck does it start that way? Happy Wednesday, period. I'm not so happy this morning. Yesterday, three of you submitted your two weeks notice. All three of you claimed it was because of, quote unquote, better opportunity not even thinking about the fact that some of your co-workers have lives outside of this job and children in all caps <laughs> your quote-unquote better opportunities in parentheses doubtful we pay you all fair wages <laughs> are you really worth affecting your team members quality of life I myself have children, and instead of being at their band recital this week, (laughs) I will have to be sitting at work posting job offers on Indeed instead. This is outrageous. Sounds like they did a favor. Sorry. So I'm going to skip ahead because most of the – I'm doubtful if this is real or not. I'm going to pretend it is. I think it's not real, but – Okay. Well, yeah. I'm glad we could agree on that. The The final part that's so funny, though, is, is the new rule in our employee handbook will be updated to now requiring a three months notice. <laughs> since that's how long that's it took to train thing. you. Bullshit. Illegal. Unenforceable. Get fucked. Nope. Yeah. Also, learn to train people better. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. It says you yeah, will get three months Why does it take you three months, months to train anybody? What the fuck do you do? Are you a pilot? 
It says you will train your replacement in the meantime, uh, and (laughs) your three months notice will serve as your consent for your base pay to be lowered by six dollars an hour (laughs) nope (laughs) yeah that's why i think it's not real because it's like anybody who has like the power to make these kind of calls is like not they're not gonna be even if they want to do this they're they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to do this they're gonna know that they can't be like damn dollars well, there's very stupid people that own small businesses. Yeah, there's that's very true. little. That's true. That's, that's, yeah. that's I've, to, I've to, spoken you know, to one of them business. in the past uh, on the phone for several hours trying to get <laughs> my other phone back from them. Yeah, please keep in uh, mind, I I own a business. Like that's not. It's not hard to get into that position. For sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. But if they have like a bunch of employees, if they have like you know, numerous employees. Yeah. I, it feels weird that they would like not know that you can't enforce, like you have to give a three month notice to quit. That's mm-hmm. just, you can't do that. Like yeah, I, I, I even I, a layman knows that. I, it, I'm not saying bosses aren't that bad. They are that bad, but it's just like reading that just sounds like point for point is designed to make you angry. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And which is like, I mean, it's great, great bait. I think, you know, if it is, and it's like, God, I, 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 I hope it's real. Not, you know, you know, for the sake of the workers, but because I, I can't get off on shit like this if I think it's fake and I really <laughs> need to get angry yeah. at this. So it's like, yeah. uh, I hope it's real, but I'm right there. Know, with you. I'm so is this a psyop? Make it real for me or don't make it at all. Is this a psyop for employers to, to, you know, engender no, goodwill toward them? No, I think, I think that this is, uh, a, I, I think likely a person that knows, you know, what's going to upset people. It's creative uh, writing. Kind right. A, like kind of a, like a troll. George, this is George. This is like Reddit. This is like Reddit. I've never heard of it. Like a troll. It's like Reddit anti-work bait is what it is. Exactly. It's those exactly. Guys. And it's yeah. like, and, and I'm sure some of those are real, but it, it is that kind of thing where it's like, you, you know what is going to get the reaction for this theme of thing you're doing. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, fair enough. I appreciate that. Because we are often fooled by sites like Rap TV and uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm still so fucking mad about Peter too. Hey, don't worry, I did it with uh, some Final Fantasy fake game uh, account. Don't worry, we all, we've all what been there. What I will say is okay. So I'm I I'm turning thirty here, you know, in July. So maybe this more so than any physical changes. I think I am getting dumber online. Oh, sure. I, <laughs> yeah. Part oh, of it is have. that, like, I know that Google is changing, and this is this fake makes me feel fucking old and stupid to say, but this is this is going to be like, you know, the like the modern day version of like back in my day is they like you used to be able to Google things. <laughs> you used to be able to find what you were looking for, and now you know you friggin' you're typing this, and the you have three. Well, no, number one, you've got four ads first. So you got to, yeah. you know, scroll past those four ads. Then you've got three possibly related links. And then anything past that, you are fucking crazy. You are crazy to ever click the next button <laughs> on a Google search. Yeah. Get the yeah. fuck out of here if you're doing that. Yeah, if you do, uh, it just says, what the fuck are you doing? Like, a lot of like, sometimes there'll be like a notice that says at the bottom, like, most of these are going to be duplicates. Like, oh, okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for like, yeah. And so don't don't worry about the rest of it. Um, but yeah, no, a, um, in general, I just feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm becoming more easily tricked online. Um, I definitely, I, I will say that, you know, I, I've caught a few, I think there, there is kind of a trend right now of when, uh, like a cross platform thing where anytime something comes from TikTok to Twitter, people immediately forget the way that 
the internet works, mm-hmm. and they immediately yeah. are just like, these fucking kids these days, <laughs> despite the fact that a lot of times it's just pretty obvious, like, um, you know, just shit posting, I guess, you know, but right. like, as soon as it comes from a different platform, it's like, this is what these kids are doing this, these days. Um, yeah. But I, and uh, there have been a few examples, and I, I'll never <laughs> divulge them of, of situations where I might have been given you know gotten a rise out of me uh only to realize that maybe the people weren't being quite legitimate in the post yeah i think the the, the, the last one that really got a lot of people and for a second it got it got me was that dylan adler uh post about uh the the universal studios thing you know where he did the he'd like did the black the back flip or whatever and people were like, oh, oh yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. So, people got so um, fucking mad at him. And I, I, I immediately, like, I don't know, just like looking at his, and that's the thing. I think a lot of people like, you know, and this is fine. I don't expect you to do research, but people don't like look at a person's profile right. to see a who no, follows them or b yeah. two or three of their tweets. Like just look <laughs> yeah. at two or three of their tweets in a row and try to kind of understand, you know, what kind of person they are. And like, yeah, the amount of people that were like, oh, I love this reaction where they were like, that's so fucking rude. How fucking dare he? And then someone is like, um, it's a joke. And they're like, well, then why isn't it fucking funny? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, like, okay, man, like you don't have to really love it, but admit that you got fucking trick. You got duped. You're a fucking moron. You, you uh, went. You however, are a bad I, I will audience. not. I will not ever admit that. I will never admit not. to no, being I, I would duped never do or tricked. Yeah. I would never do that. No. <laughs> I would double down and get angry and and probably get banned. I would get banned <laughs> or suspended and See? arrested. <laughs> <laughs> See, I go the absolute opposite. Once I find that I have been tricked, duped, bamboozled, etc. I delete all evidence of it. I delete my post. <laughs> I delete my comment. I just totally wipe it clean. Great. And someone will be like, hey, what happened to that post you made? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. That's crazy. Wow. The fucked up thing, though, babe, that's going to get harder and harder, you know, for you as your following grows. For me, it's like no one's screenshotting my shit. I can really – it's so long as oh, I catch I've that within a few minutes. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> I, can, you I can get that out of there. Um <laughs> That is the best part, I think, of having. I've complained a lot about having my my account on Twitter suspended um, and having to start over and having way less followers. But without that old account, I can be so contradictory and lie so much, <laughs> and no one can hit me with a this you. It just can't happen. Mm-hmm. There's no That's evidence anymore. I think is looking for is the God-given right to be a hypocrite. That's what, <laughs> that's what we deserve. Exactly. I want to be able to say something that directly contradicts the beliefs that I passionately defended six months ago. Violently. <laughs> yeah. And neither of you are in your 30s yet, so you're allowed to do that. It's, it's, that's it's right. all good. Yeah. It'll be very different in a couple of years. So I'm going to keep screenshotting Hi. you all. <laughs> There's always gonna. I don't be know. It was a joke, right? Why wasn't well, it why fucking, was it funny, fucking Phil? funny, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> I like to be uh, set up a little bit, but that one was too far. And Matt, you have to delete it now, or I'll cry. <laughs> oh, I'm leaving it. Everything stays in. Yeah, we don't I did really edit anything anymore, unless there's no, like a I'm lot of farts it. or something, you know, in the podcast. Yeah. Which I mute my mic for those. I hope you all appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I, y'all as long see as if I can still smell them, I'm good. 
No, I can't see if you mute it, Phil. Like if I mute it? I can see. Yeah, I yeah, I would fucking be terrified if Justine could see when I muted because I have muted <laughs> every single fart I have ever done ever. <laughs> will continue to wow. do so. Wow, Femi- male feminism right here. I That's would love exactly to see it. Right, I it's so offensive much, to let her even know <laughs> that that happens. Men should be holding in their farts and shits more. Yeah, uh, you know their guts should be fucking bursting with farts. I will never and do shit. that. 24-7. I mean, the problem is they already are because of their terrible diets and exercise habits. So. Yeah. Amen. Amen. They couldn't hold them in. If they're digging tunnels, they're shitting their yeah. pants. It's, Guys, you know. we're, I think Where does he go with a tunnel? a perfectly normal the diet uh, that consists of hand pizzas and uh, 10 to 12 uh, hard-boiled egg whites. So that's, yeah. I think that's really normal, actually. And well, I'll tell you what. The, the egg whites really up the sulfur content of pretty much anything in your digestive <laughs> system. Uh, so that's always good. But Matt, I want to something you thing. mentioned. Where does he shit? I imagine he would probably make a small. You could make a small side tunnel, tunnel. Tree, you know, like yeah. you know, ten side feet tunnel. or however yeah. long. Yeah. yeah. And if you come across any like lead sarcophagus, <laughs> you can fill. <laughs> you can you can do a, shit at least like ten, ten good shits in there. Like, Five Never months I've... from now, though, <laughs> that's what I'd like to see. Is if I if I ever get my hands on a sarcophagus. I'm cracking that shit open immediately because I know that yeah. if it gets in their hands, they're they're making a big show out of it and they're yeah. taking crack it open months. Mm-hmm. Just you crack and me going in there, two buds cracking yeah, yeah. <laughs> showing down on whatever we find in there. We just <laughs> taking pictures with our with our phones. Here's some shit. Uh, I don't know. It looks like hair or something. Yeah. Oh my god, there's a father and girl shit in here. How did that happen? God <laughs> damn. God. So shit in here, man. <laughs> Tut King Tut. What the fuck, guy? Well, before we wrap, because there's no segues to any other stories I can see on this, I think we should circle back to the the terrible fake Reddit post. And I just would love to hear any of y'all's uh, quitting your job stories that are worth telling. If no one has one, I have plenty, but I'll open the floor to y'all if you want to give us one. Uh, I, just I, have, I have one. I, I, have, I have just one that I, that I want to say. Okay, so I, I've never gotten fired before, but I did. I quit in a... Yeah, um, I'm a good little worker. But uh, so so I so I hated. I I worked in a particular big box arts and crafts store that when I was a teenager, and I um, hated my fucking boss. Everybody hated him. He was terrible. He was a uh, one of those like ex military guys that was up his own ass that ran. You know, he was just a, kind of an asshole. Moron. Yeah, he ran a McDonald's he a like it was the Navy. Exactly, and he had just a bunch of teenagers and like old people that he that were that were working there part time, you know. Anyway, he was a complete asshole. He was he would constantly hit on the girls, you know, just a grade A piece of shit. So he, I was mopping before I was leaving for the night, and he's like, "Man, I want you to mop my office." And his office was like this little rinky dink thing, like you don't really need an office if you're managing a uh, you know arts and crafts store. Sure, but he had one. Like Did you just say Hobby Lobby? Something like that. Not quite. But, uh, so, so I, um, being 17, I, uh, d- emptied out all the water. I peed in the bucket and then mopped his office with my piss. <laughs> like, uh, this can't be and, a, this uh, is a made up Reddit story. This, I made this up. I swear to God. I swear to God. I have a close Seriously? friend that worked there with me and I said, Hey, dude, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. And he was like, Dude, you got to do it. We ended up pissing on his car also. A lot of piss going on. I don't know why. 
we really hated this guy, and uh, sure, and he was, uh, yeah, he was a real piece of shit. But um, yeah. So and then I, I quit like kind of shortly after that because I not that it not because of this, but you didn't because it smelled like piss just... everywhere. Probably no, I didn't care. He didn't say anything about it. I didn't give a shit, dude. If I got fired, I didn't care. I was 17. Like, who cares? Yeah. Can anybody top that? I don't know if there's any. I mean. <laughs> well, no one found out. It was like a, just a thing that I know I did. So it's not that cool, I guess. Yeah. No, I don't I mean. mean like... Every time I've pissed all over everything, I've been fired. <laughs> so. Like, yeah, nice. I've got stories about pissing all over things, but not yeah. stories about being fired for doing that. No, no. <laughs> The, oh, whole, the only piss story I got is that one time I got uh, the cops called on me in, back in college. In my, I had an apartment right out of, you know, left the dorm, got an apartment, act like an asshole. Everybody called the cops on me because I'm being loud as hell. Mm-hmm. And I got super pissed at this one dude. There's the only person in the apartment complex that was not a, like a, you know, a college age kid. So I figured that's the dude that called the cops. Fuck him. So I like pissed in the cup. And then I like poured it all over the fucking front of his car and shit, you know, like. I thought maybe once the engine started up, it'd like burn all the piss up and he'd breathe it in or something. I don't know. It was stupid. I like. I don't that. even know if he called the cops on me. Oh. So I feel like, kind of feel like an asshole. But that guy sucked anyway. He's regardless. a, he's a so. listener. <laughs> he's like a diehard. Sorry, guy. I don't even know <laughs> literally anything about that guy <laughs> at all. Most of most of my jobs, I feel like I've just quit by just not showing up. I'll just no call, yeah. no show for a week, and then they'll be like, "Okay, you're fired now. Here's your last check in the mail." And I'll be like, "Cool, good doing business with you, sir." I always like, really respect the people that do that. Honestly, I'm like, it "Wow, they're amazing. living the fucking dream." Yeah, it feels so good to just decide one day that like we've had our final contact. Um, <laughs> Uh, the only time that's ever really been changed is like, and it's not even like a cool, fun story. It wasn't a fuck you. I was just like, I had a problem. I, uh, I got fired from like a really, really cushy, uh, job at Toyota financial. Um, (laughs) I was making like more than I had ever made before in my life. Uh, and I don't even know how I landed this job. And then like within the first week, uh, I was like buying enough opiates that like I got fired for just like nodding off and drooling on the keyboard. (laughs) But it rocked. Like, I will say that (laughs) it was was very cool. My, my entire job was like copy um, numbers from this printed out spreadsheet and enter them into this spreadsheet that's on the computer. Sure. Wow. Oh, I could do, yeah. nice. I could do that. Yeah. I, I did the shit out of that job the yeah. entire time that I was conscious there. I did so well at it. <laughs> oh, this wouldn't make any sense, but I would love to have the opposite job. I would love to just be writing down uh, random numbers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Google but it's literally it. just eight hours of being dictated a string of numbers. Uh, and then I get to sign my name a bunch. I like I find out you're just preparing Alex Jones's show notes. <laughs> I, um, I, I felt really like professional and like important at this job because um, they gave me a little a little code thing to use the copier, and it's the only job to this day where I ever got to use a copier. <laughs> <laughs> He's never, like, uh, never had employment that necessitated copier use before mm-hmm. or since. I um, I don't have like a great quit story, but I, I do have um, one of my jobs. I was a server in old Chicago in Madison, mm-hmm. and they um, 
they went out of business. And so when, when it was out of business and like, they were kind of like liquidating the property and like, you know, like taking shit every literally like, you know, like the, the booths and everything out. Oh God, I got so many free like glasses, uh, <laughs> nice, like yeah. ashtrays, like shit like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, really cool for me. Like the best way to lose my job <laughs> that I, I could have, I think. That's nice. Nice. And I got laid off by my best friend. So it's like, you know, like different funny little stories here yeah. and there. No, <laughs> give and, no give cool and take story. life. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we wrap then, I'll give you all my actual uh, – all my jobs I've ever had, I quit. Um, and I, most of them never gave notice. It's like a thing for me. I got to like fuck you to the guy that's above me. Like for my very first job – when I used to push carts at Kroger, I remember one day being out in Memphis heat pushing carts and I got yeah. tired of that shit. And I just went inside and I made a point to go up to the customer service counter where my shitty boss was. And I <laughs> to me, it felt so fucking badass and it's so stupid now. But like at 16 year old, you take off your stupid little smock or something, you throw it on the counter and you're like, fuck <laughs> you, I quit. You know? <laughs> and that was my employment. That was the beginning of my employment history was quitting on that guy nice. throwing my smock Great. onto the yeah, fucking brother. counter i love it but it's i went on to work smock. for giant you know <laughs> consumer grocery stores i worked at walmart twice actually i actually quit walmart once and if you quit walmart and do a no show no call you're supposed to be on like a blacklist they're not supposed mm-hmm. to hire you back right <laughs> the first time i quit it was very straightforward it, i had a good manager and she left to go to another store i got a really super shitty manager like you know i worked in tennessee a place called murfreesboro tennessee so you can imagine the kind of people that run the vision center at walmart in murfreesboro tennessee <laughs> <laughs> and i actually got egged on by some older women so like the thing about you the thing you got to know about the optical industry is that at that time in my life, when I worked in the optical industry, it was only women, uh, career, you know, women working in optical or gay dudes. Uh, and you know, when I started there, they had a bet on if I was a gay dude or not, which I am not. Um, and so they lost, a lot of people lost the bet because that was very abnormal. Uh, all the women <laughs> like, that worked like, there were like gay they, men usually are. Very weird. Very weird creatures. It's, it's those ones. very abnormal. <laughs> They were all very good friends of mine. I love them deeply to this day. Uh, but yeah, that, I mean, I remember, I think it was like the third day there, they were like, so we all had a bet about if you were gay or not. Mm-hmm. And that's understandable. If y- y'all know me, you've done 36 episodes of this podcast now. So understandable. But, um, you know, they, they lost the bet. We became friends. And then the, our good manager left in this nice, uh, you know, very thick, uh, that's the nice term for it, Southern lady came to run the the walmart vision center and she didn't know anything about eyeglasses or anything and so basically just ran this into the ground made everybody that worked there feel like shit and the fun part about working in the walmart vision center in murfreesboro tennessee back then was that the women that worked there were like very horny middle-aged women and so like i was a very rare specimen in, <laughs> in, in the walmart vision center and so, you know, they were basically just like encouraging me that they saw me as like a pawn, a power play to get me to quit. And they encouraged me, you know, they were like, you should go home. Your girlfriend's in town. This is when Lee and I just started dating. She would like come from Memphis. I would go to Memphis to see her. She was in, you should quit. You just go home and just like be with Lee. And I, I fucking did it. You know, I did the same thing. I took, I didn't have a smock. I had a white optical coat. <laughs> threw that shit down. (laughs) I quit, bitch. (laughs) And I left. And uh, shortly after that, Lee and I got in a huge fight. And I remember I threw my wall, 
uh, I threw my phone at the wall. Not I didn't throw my wall. I threw my phone at the wall and broke it. It was a great phone. I broke that bitch. <laughs> I regret that to this day. I do all this crazy shit to get a new phone. And when I get the phone, the manager had called me like a thousand times. Like, mm-hmm. Phil, please come back. Please come work here again. I was like, no, fuck that shit. But <laughs> I went, I went across town. Though. To the other Walmart Vision Center in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, because there was two of them, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> you two Walmarts in every town. The manager scooped me right up, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I went and I worked there <laughs> for several years. A lot of the same middle-aged women ended up coming over there and working as well. Sure. Had a lot of weird experiences doing happy hour at Applebee's after. <laughs> uh, yeah, Walmart. But like, so uh, in the same way, like how I'd been tempted away from this job before because Lee was in town. One one weekend, my homie Zach came to town to make beats and shit with me. And I had to work and shit. And I was like, this fucking sucks. Like Zach's here. I should be making beats all weekend. I shouldn't be sitting in a Walmart vision center. So I like, Amen. you know. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I like get on my little shitty Walmart console, right? That has like a keyboard that's like under a desk and you look through the glass and I'm like mm-hmm. type up the shitty like MS DOS looking email. And I'm like, the funniest <laughs> part to me is I remember saying some shit like, <laughs> I think I thought I was being poetic or something <laughs> because it's she hired me back from quitting on the other manager. <laughs> sure. And I say, the email says, I guess a tiger can't change its stripes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I wow. emptied the drawer, emptied the drawer out, and I closed the vision center early, and I dropped the bag off. And it was like two or three hours early. Like people probably could have come up there to get glasses or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I went home and I made beats with Zach for like another day, <clears throat> and then Zach went home, <laughs> and I didn't have a job. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, but you had your uh, you had your tunnel. Which was making beats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. Oh, yeah. I will say, like, ninety nine percent of the times that I've just decided, like, oh, I'm not going for this job anymore. It's because, like, there is a situation like that where it's like, well, there's a thing I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. This one singular day's worth of, like, where I probably could have just called in or something and been like, hey, I've got to, like, I have like a family emergency or I'm sick, um, has just led to me deciding no. I will never contact this place of business ever again. Mm -hmm. You will never see me again. I will never go within 10 miles of it. Yeah, because uh, my buddy was like, hey, do you want to go out later? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that is a new pass we've just created for all the suck listeners. This is your quit your job pass because you know deep in your heart if that job sucks enough to just quit for one (laughs) night of good fun. But Imagine. make sure you have enough put aside for your uh, Patreon. Uh, but or, or, you know, know, uh, the Suck Podcast will pay for one year of unemployment. That is our guarantee here. <laughs> he Thank does you. does not speak for us. Um, <laughs> he's only a guest. As we always say, a guest promise is worth uh, shit no, in the no hand. Way. They told me yes yesterday that this is actually true. It is happening. Uh, this is signed Satire. in paper. So expect it. Expect it. And please uh, plan, make your plans based on this information being true. Thank you. Me and Chris are going to have um, like the phone call equivalent after this of like that long car ride home. 
after an event <laughs> with your with your significant other where you're just staring at each other like what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> but I'm dumb like, as hell, so it totally flies over my head. I'm just smiling like a dumb idiot the whole time. Basically, flipping through the radio like, channels looking for journey. <laughs> I think the the one of the biggest power plays in a relationship is being too stupid for people to be passive aggressive against you. <laughs> it just it, so long as you just fucking smile like a stupid idiot, you're good to go. They're gonna yeah. have to actually say something. <laughs> That's the hack. There you go. All right, everybody. That has been the 36th episode of the suck. Uh, take two, actually. Y'all missed the first version of it. Maybe we'll release that one day with like a Darth Vader voice in uh, the place of this special guest, who I won't reveal because they'll be coming back. Yeah, they're gonna be back, so. James Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> got our group on Facebook, the Suck Shame Posting, where you can post all of your shameful things, and uh, please subscribe on Patreon. Uh, the Patreon is Patreon.com/slash/the-suck. Until next week, we love you all, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.